so excited to get into our topic today, but we have a little housekeeping to get out of the way first. Our show is made possible in part by our patrons on Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get episode shoutouts, access to topic polls, and be able to listen to hilarious outtakes. We'd also love to connect with you online. You can chat with us in real time on our Discord server, What the Finance, send a tweet to finance underscore what, or email us at what underscore the underscore finance at protonmail.com. So what would you do if you won a million dollars? Or more. Or more. Like inquiring minds want to know. Right, right, right. Um, Did I tell you how this all came about, how this idea came to me today? No. So I woke up this morning, this fun, fun fact. Most often uh, I wake up and at some point throughout the morning, I realize that I have a song stuck in my head and that mm-hmm. song typically stays for the whole day. I think maybe we have talked about that, but I don't know. Perhaps we have. Today's song was If I Had a Million Dollars by the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> It's a great song. <laughs> and I have always wanted an emu. Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's a part of the song, though, at the end. I think he says something about a green coat. Is that what he says? Gotta Google the lyrics. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I'd buy you a green dress, but not a real green dress that's cruel. What is, I don't understand what that one is. What does that mean? I feel like it's just them being goofy because earlier in the song, they say, well, I'd buy you a fur coat, but not a real fur coat. That's cruel. Mm -hmm. So I think that they are maybe just being silly. Perhaps. Okay. You know, unless the she in question has a type of complexion where green is just not a good color. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, well, there's a lot to that Wikipedia page, and I'm not reading it at all. Um, it's and that's just for this song, just that, that the that, one so, song, the oh, one song. So maybe maybe we'll come back with information at some point on that at a later date. But today is not that day, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. This song, being in my head this morning, is what spurred me to ask the question of, like, what would you do if you won, you know, a million dollars is, like, the thing, but. Yeah, but just generally. Yeah, like, yeah. if you, if somebody, if you won a lottery, you know, what would you do? Mm-hmm. So, 
that was a fun conversation to have in our discord today hey it was if you're, not on, if you're not on our discord server you should join and you can have fun conversations like that with us right right also though this was telling to me right like everybody that's in the conversation <laughs> is either a millennial or um like on the younger side of gen x and all of us are like let's pay off our debt we want to own our homes yep and let's <laughs> maybe invest a little i don't know <laughs> i think everybody's first oh. thing was pay off debt <laughs> yeah well so what so showboys mike shout out yep. to mike number one he's got to pay off his mortgage mm -hmm. me student loans will be gone mm -hmm. you kind of went off different from the pattern that mike and i had set you want to go on a nice trip with bridget and charlie there was a caveat to that which was that i would i said that i would get into the more nerdy bits tonight so yes. you'll that, that'll yes. make that'll make sense late, later because <laughs> And then Justin, student and medical debt. Yep. God. Like. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely mention of debt. And so like when I, when I originally mm -hmm. asked this question, I guess I don't ever think of it in terms of like, cause like, I'm not just going to get handed a million dollars. That's never going to happen. Um, right. I realistically also probably not going to play a lottery or win a lottery because in, in order to do that, you have to play and uh it, it, as noted as it today I'm, out. yeah i'm not very good at that either oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoops i have worse things i could have forgotten to do today than go buy lottery tickets i guess well i mean i think for both of us there was a time in our lives when we would walk into the gas station to buy something else and that would be a logical time to also buy a lottery ticket like how often are you actually walking into the convenience store now to purchase pretty much, anything? Pretty much never. Right. Like it's a special trip. It is. To buy a lottery ticket. It, it is. Because yeah, like you said, like I don't, I don't go, I don't know the last time I went into a gas station because I don't smoke anymore. So I never go in. Right. Usually when I go in, it's because we're like driving with the kids and somebody's got to go to the bathroom. So then you're mm -hmm. like, hustle, 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 hustle. Let's get to the toilet. And then you're done with the toilet and you leave without buying anything. Yeah. So at the time of, of these recordings, the two larger lotteries, like the, the jackpots in Minnesota at the time are at uh, about 225 million and at about 85 million. And I, I say these because there is a huge difference between that amount of money and a million dollars because a million dollars, like realistically, yeah, you're, you're, you're set for life comfortably, mm -hmm. but like, Mariah, you're not really quitting your job. I don't think, I mean, you could, I suppose, but I, I wouldn't, my job would change. Same for me. I would continue working for money. I'd probably not be doing what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. I have always, so Bridget and I have the, the conversation every once in a while of, you know, what would we do if we, we won a large lottery, some of money somehow, something like that. Right. Uh, again, fully knowing that that will never happen because we don't play. <laughs> right. And we don't have the types of families where you would get like a surprise inheritance or something like no. that. No. Nope. <laughs> so I honestly think the first thing that I would do is research and select a like financial advisory, financial management firm. Mm -hmm. 
And like very specifically, it would be a firm. It would not be like a single person. Like it would be a firm. Like yeah. that's what they do to manage that amount of money. Because like I'm nerdy, but I'm not that good. <laughs> and so before anything, that's what I would do. And then like set up the investments and set up set up all of that stuff and then start paying off debt and going on trips and that kind of stuff. Like that's boring, but also probably what I would do. Well, I so we do play periodically. And I shared this with you before we started mm-hmm. recording, but it was before we started recording. And as such, and I'm sure that you know this about me. Our listeners certainly do not know this about me. I am 100% that person that imagines like wild scenarios and how I would respond to them so that I'm prepared, mm-hmm. right? Yep. When the thing happens. Uh, and I have done this for my entire life. Mm-hmm. So we're prepared. We do ever actually win. <laughs> An incredible amount of money. Uh, And that is exactly what self-proclaimed experts on the internet suggest, right? You hire a firm that is actually ideally somebody you don't know, Mm -hmm. that you have no personal connection at all Mm -hmm. uh, to like manage the money because nobody can, like no single human can actually manage that amount of money effectively by themselves. So yeah, student loans. They'd just be gone. Yep. Uh, be like the number one priority. <laughs> yeah, our our student loans and mortgage would definitely be paid off. My parents' mortgage would be paid off. My I I've, I I mentioned this to Bridget too, but I also like if we won just a, a, a stupid amount of money, you mm-hmm. know, like and and we're talking like if we're talking a hundred and almost a hundred and sixty one million dollars as a cash option even after taxes like that's a stupid amount of money I we could nobody could ever hope to spend that in their lifetime no so like (laughs) we would you know we'd pay stuff off we'd pay my parents stuff off and then I would want my parents to retire and just do whatever they want travel my mom could make crafts Mm -hmm. go lay on the beach all winter because she loves that (laughs) (laughs) that kind of stuff like that that's what I would like because I just I, I don't, I'm sure like, I'm sure we would upgrade vehicles eventually. I don't think I'd buy like a helicopter or anything though. Like, right, right. First of all, first of all I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's that. But also then, I mean, realistically, like after all of those things are all set, like once, once that financial planning is, is planned out and set, I'd probably... Like we would also probably just end up donating ridiculous amounts of money to different causes because like if if I can't spend that money in in my lifetime, if my parents, you know, like if we can't spend that money in our lifetime and, you know, we don't have children, like we're, we're not setting up accounts. Like college funds or anything like that. Right. I mean, there are like, there are some people in our lives that like we would, their lives would be more comfortable. Even still, like, there's, like, that's just, there's so much money, like. Right. Well, and I would, I don't even know if this is possible, but I would try to find, like, a sneaky way to help my family. Like, I wouldn't actually want to tell them. Mm. So one of the things that I just looked up, because up until this past August, in fact, in Minnesota, you could not remain anonymous as a lottery winner, but that did just change. As of August 
for cash prizes over $10,000, you can remain anonymous. So still 10,000 and under, apparently you have to, it's like considered public information, but. Uh, but yeah, so you can stay anonymous as a winner, but can you then stay anonymous as yeah. a bill payer? <laughs> um, so the other thing that I was looking into in preparation for today's episode was like, I would want to purchase a home. So the, actually similar to what we talked about in our Gilmore Girls episode mm-hmm. last week, all that we've got is the upkeep. And I was like, you know, do you, uh, would I buy a house? Would I build a house? Like, what's the rundown? There is a home that is for sale in my city like right now that I love. It's a beautiful house. It's on two and a half acres and it's on the market for um, about 450 K. Wow. Which is actually on like the low side of homes in my city that are for sale right now. Um, um, so $450,000 for a house is just really uncomfortable. It is. It turns out, though, that that's actually about the average, according to Rocket Mortgage, that's about the average cost to build a home as well. Like between like land and permits and materials and labor and all that kind of stuff. And I say a home to fit a family of my size. So, yeah. Uh, so Bridget saw me trying to do math over here and just did it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Uh, so I was trying to figure out what the, what the monthly mortgage on that would be. Mm. Uh, $3,500. That's roughly what that would be. Yeah. Yep. That's very uncomfortable. Also, that's about... Um, three hundred ninety thousand dollars more than I spent on my home. <laughs> and I, we have talked about this previously, but like right at this moment, the housing market is bonkers. Yes. Yep. So, uh, because I think that actually that exact home I think was most recently appraised for. Uh, like 300k so still a lot of money but a lot less than what it's on the market for right now yeah so um but and I know this because I'm on the school board in my city and we passed a levy somewhat recently an average price home in my city is about two hundred and twenty thousand dollars like as an appraised value so you're not going to find some, you're not going to find something livable right away, really for less than that, where I live, so. (laughs) That's just so wild to me. It's so, like, I always get caught up in, like, the, the little, like, when having this conversation, I think of 
the practical stuff, like the boring stuff that I would do, like yes. paying off debt, setting up, that kind of stuff. And I I don't know when, and I wish I could remember when, I stopped dreaming about all of the fun stuff that I would do. You know, like it stopped, that stopped being a part of it for me at a point. Like Bridget is much better about focusing on those parts of it where she's like, we would take a vacation. <laughs> like we would take a, a decently nice vacation where we would, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the time of year, either go somewhere warm or go somewhere we've always wanted to go, you know, like that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I just, I think like. Nathan is like that too. Right. Like he'll talk about, right. Like these are the vacations that we would go on. And this is like uh-huh. the fun stuff that we do around the house. And I'm like, okay, so we pay off our student loans. We'd own the house. We'd own our cars. Yep. Um, and this is how boring I am as a human because uh, this is exciting to me. I would hire a housekeeper to really come in and do all of like the domestic shit. Yeah. Right. The dishes and the laundry and the sweeping and the mopping and the vacuuming. And, uh, like maybe my house would actually get dusted periodically. <laughs> I was actually just looking at my ceiling fans today and I have to dust them. I am super thrilled at the prospect, even vaguely, of like offloading all of that so I could actually have the space again to think about like, what are the fun things that I could do? Mm -hmm. Because they're so heavy on my mind right now. Yeah. I don't even know, but I would just get rid of all of it. Yeah. I don't know if I would. And honestly, I think that like for us, a big part of that one, we, I mean, we don't have children. So that changes that like hundred percent. Um, But also uh, if we won an obscene amount of money, I would do everything in my power to convince Bridget to travel full time. In which case there's not going to be room for like that type of service in whatever it is that I'm traveling the country full-time in yep it's true yep it's true I think that's probably like my wildest like dream dream as far as envisioning those scenarios go like I I love traveling if if anybody who knows me (laughs) IRL knows (laughs) I have a serious, serious case of wanderlust most of the time. Like I am pretty mm-hmm. much always tired. I had a, I had a dream last night. This is, oh, life is starting to make a little bit more sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a dream last night that Bridget and I were setting up like so we pulled like all of our furniture and stuff out of our living room and we were putting all of the stuff that we were going to sell in our living room because we were it's you know it's cold now so we don't have yard sales or garage sales at this point so we were going to do like a sort of like a state sale type thing because we were getting rid of as much as possible because we were packing up to move to Iceland so this is probably where the song came from which led us to here wow how often, coming together now. how often in life do you get to do that? Almost never. <laughs> right. So I, um, 
when I was basically like a completely different person than I am right now, uh, I read uh, Under the Tuscan Sun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I understand it has that it was made into a movie. I have not ever seen the movie. I just read the book. Um, and I became like enamored with the idea of um, like moving to a foreign country. And so I think because the money's not going anywhere, right? Right. 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 <laughs> I kind of do all the like responsible stuff mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So that then when the kids were out of the house, we could maybe do some of that other more like indulgent, wanderlusty type stuff. Yeah. I would love that. I think that, um, I think that we would probably be the opposite where we would do a lot of that now and probably travel for quite a while and then I I do think that we would ultimately end up back in the area that we currently live in because we like it you know I mean yeah realistically if, if we didn't we wouldn't have purchased a home here we would have gone somewhere else that makes sense yeah and it, I mean maybe who knows maybe we wouldn't come back here maybe we would go somewhere else I don't know I honestly I imagine that we would because I think we've talked about this before you know, we're pretty close with my parents. We're pretty, yeah. Also, pretty close with Bridget's mom, and so like I could see us like as a family traveling as well, like yeah, going yeah. lots of places because that's just how we roll, right? Hey, check. Charlie walked in at the the exact moment that I was about to say like, and also at this point we would have to go to dog friendly places because right we've got this little love <laughs> and then all of my parents hey, right right baby she's looking up at the screen at you like hey what are you doing there hey ladies <laughs> like i say this like she can hear me <laughs> maybe she could have i don't know she did walk away though she's tired that's been a long day for us all i think yeah um mm, dog friendly travel yeah that's probably like that would be like the one area that i i could see spending like an obscene amount of money on would be like Mm -hmm. air travel because i would not be okay with my dog being in like a cargo area now here i am wondering how much it would be because like domestically to to like have a private chartered plane so that I could bring my pet in the regular part of the plane fully understanding like she's not like going to be allowed to just roam free like she would she'd be secured but like I just like temperature wise I couldn't let her be in the cargo no way and that's and that's so scary like that's so scary right so that's a no for us but mm-hmm. so I'm I'm trying to figure out one how much that would be and then like internationally how much would that be like Am I going to have to limit my travel here so that because that's going to be the thing that I spend all of my money on? You know, you hear those about those people who won uh, like lotteries and then like spent it all. Yeah. And I it's always thought like, what, what'll do it. Right. <laughs> private, 
private plane travel so that my dog doesn't have to. <laughs> and not only that, just like so I can bring my dog with me. Like that's, can we also like focus on how ridiculous that is? Alternatively, <laughs> as an investment option, you could start an airline where anybody could bring their pets. Yes, however, here's one barrier that I think of, like jerk animals. Like we had, we had a dog that was an asshole, loved him, but he was an asshole. Fair. And so like, how do you minimize that liability? Like, do you, do they have to be in like a crate and like you just have like a seat and a space for a crate next to it? I can't, Millennials will spend a lot of money on pets. Oh, fuck. That's probably a brilliant idea. Well, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> if after this episode airs, like somebody steals that idea and it becomes like a bajillionaire, I'm going to be upset. Well, I feel like we have this podcast as proof that it was our idea. That oh, it yeah. was our idea. Not even ours. Need to... Like it was yours. This is all you. <laughs> You're along for the ride, whether you like it or not. Appreciate that. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> if that happens, I'm getting a shirt that says raking in them royalties. Yeah. Because that's it. Yeah. I don't want to have anything to do with the business. Gosh, no. And it's my intellectual property. Yeah. Um, like... Yeah. The only say that I, I would want is like, you know, don't be a dick. You know, one thing that I neglected to mention uh, unintentionally, but I still feel bad about it. So of course my spouse's parents also. <laughs> Being married is weird sometimes. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. mentally. Um, I would, they do not have similar moral objections to gambling. to my parents Uh, (laughs) I would refer back maybe to the episode that we did on setting boundaries around gifts Uh but would want to like get them set up so the only thing that I have left on my list of things that I would spend that money on I would get my stupid bachelor's degree (laughs) like I would finish it and I would probably be extra ridiculous about it and like at some point I would not work while I did it and I would pay myself a salary while I went to school so that I actually finish it because that's how much I hate school. <laughs> yep. Like not only am I having to shell the money out to, to get this damn degree, like I would have to pay myself to do it because I fucking hate school. Yeah. It's a good investment, but it is also terrible. <laughs> And the problem is, is that I don't dislike learning. That's not the thing that I, it's the structure of school, like Mm -hmm. the homework tests, like those types of, like that is just not, it's not my style. (laughs) And also like personality wise, I am very much so an all or nothing. So like either I'm going to be the best at something or I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) It's slightly problematic. <laughs> I mean, fine. <laughs> it's 
really not, but it's an interesting. It is. Now, you also said that you would work in direct care. Again. Yeah. 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 I think that that is, um, I think that's one of the things that I would, I would make time for because there's, it is something that I, I very much so enjoy. And I think that, uh, you know, as I said, I would, I would find causes to donate to. And obviously those types of organizations are very near and dear to my heart. So like I would, yeah. I would give a lot of money to um, organizations that, that help folks with differing abilities. That's incredibly important in my world. Um, but I also feel like while that's, you know, in, in this hypothetical new life circumstance that I'm in, one of the best ways, especially right now with, with how things are, the, one of the best ways that I could actually help is to just go back to that direct care level and provide care to those who need it. Yeah. And it's, it's work that I enjoyed. Um, obviously there are not, there are parts of it that are not always enjoyable, but overall it's, it's pretty great. Um, and there are some, like some, there are some pieces that realistically, I just don't know that I could do like I used to. I mean, I'm not that young anymore. So lifting people is (laughs) right. Not as, not impossible I'm just not doing it the way that I was before which was dumb I was doing it the dumb way which is why I can't do it like that anymore (laughs) right right I feel like anybody who's listening right now that's ever worked in that field and has like there's the like this collective mm -hmm. (laughs) so I think on my side I'll close this out by saying that if you want to keep this conversation going we would love that and you can join us in our Discord. Yeah. And we can keep talking about what we would do if we had millions of dollars. It's true. <laughs> we talk about all kinds of other stuff. Like, we have some pretty decent, like, at this point, I would say weekly, daily conversations. I'm loving it. It's great. 